Hello, everyone, and welcome to the You Will Be Okay podcast. I'm Charlotte Payton, and today I'm spending some time with Sadie, who is 12 and a half. How old are you now? Almost 13. Almost 13, yeah. And she's living a good life. She's got she's got a great family. She's got good friends, um, doing all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. But still, life is hard sometimes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's tough being a tween. She's officially a tween now mm-hmm. as, as a 12-year-old. And, uh, you know, we've just been talking about some of the stuff that... 12-year-olds struggle with and teens struggle with, then it's not always easy. Um, Even when you have what might be considered a very uh, fortunate life with a lot of um, a lot of uh, good good people. Good people. Like lots of opportunities. Tons of opportunities. Still hard. Yeah, still hard at times. So what is some of the hard stuff that you you have to face on a daily basis? Definitely the most hard thing is like well, I dance, so I do a lot of ballet, which is leotards and tights, and body image is definitely an issue for me and all of my friends, because you get into the dance room, and it's all these really skinny girls, because ballet is normally for skinny people, and I'm not, like, incredibly skinny, so that's definitely an issue that I struggle with, that most people probably wouldn't assume I would, because I'm fit, but it's still hard. Does, I wonder if there's anyone out there that doesn't struggle with body image, right? Like, is there a girl or a guy out there who's like, yeah, I've just, I've got it, I love it, like, I mean, feeling good all the time. I think is that possible? It's, <laughs> it's possible if you, like, love yourself how you are, but it's not possible to have a perfect body. So there are definitely people who don't struggle with it because they're, like, perfectly content, but there's no one who doesn't struggle with it because they're perfect and they meet every standard because that's not possible. Sadie, you are so smart. (laughs) That is such a wise thing to say and something that I think most people your age don't know, right? Like truly happiness comes with acceptance, right? But there's always something that we wish we could change, something, you know, we wish we were born with curly hair or we wish we were born with red hair or we wish... You know, we didn't have acne or yeah. braces or, you know, all those things, right? I mean, and it's definitely easier said than done because mm-hmm. I just said it, but I don't apply it most of the time, honestly. Yeah. But you know. It sounds like mm-hmm. you know. I know. You know. But, but yeah, it's hard stuff. Body image is really hard, mm-hmm. especially in that setting, Yeah, for it, sure. It feels like everyone goes through it even though nobody talks about it. Like, my best friend and I are really comfortable, and she was saying how um, at sleepaway camp, she's not super skinny either, not that she's not healthy. Um, Some boys were saying that she didn't have the right legs to wear shorts, and someone was making fun of her in her swimsuit, and it was just like, wow, like, what an awful thing to do to a 12-year-old girl trying to have fun at sleepaway camp. Like, it's... Why can't people just be nice? Yeah. Why do they have to be so rude? Put other people down. Yeah. Uh, so what are some other things that kids your age are struggling with? I mean, I guess it's just sort of being in between everything is something I'm really struggling with. Like, not a very in-depth example, but just an easy one. is like, movies. I'm not old enough to watch 
R-rated movies, and I'm way too old for the PG movies, so that leaves PG-13, but then PG-13, some are, like, could be PG, and some could be R, so it's, like, I'm looking for movies, and it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. little things like that. And that, finding, and who do you watch that stuff with, right? Yeah. Is it something your parents want to watch with you, or just you and your friends, and... If you have younger siblings around, Mm -hmm. what do they get to watch? And it's also just, like, experiencing, like, a little bit of freedom, and you're kind of becoming a young adult, but it's also, like, you're not. You're still a kid, you're in middle school, you're not a high schooler, but you, some people feel like they're older, and some people feel like they're younger, and it's just a very difficult age. So what are some of the other hard things that kids your age are dealing with? I mean, you're 12, you know, coming into what grade now? Um, well, I'm halfway through, almost halfway through my 7th grade year, so almost 8th grade. So definitely a thing that's going on is everyone's getting their period. Oh, I remember and that. That <laughs> Fun is times. <laughs> hard. So I have my period right now. I got it actually a year and two days ago, November 23rd, 2020 was when I got it, and I remember it well, it was, I was camping with my dad and my brother, and my mom wasn't there, and it was at the start of an eight-hour drive home, and I was like, I have to go to the bathroom, and I went, and there was blood everywhere, and we stopped at a gas station hoping to find some pads or something, and did you know what was happening? Were you just gushing, and you thought you had an injury or something, or what were you thinking? I knew because I kind of had signs the day before that I didn't register as signs, but then I saw the blood and I was like, yeah. And it wasn't a lot because it was just kind of like the beginning, but we got into a gas station and I remember there were like a couple packs of gummy bears, two bottles of water, and a Snickers bar on the shelf, and that was just about it. Sounds like the worst gas station ever. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty much... They were very understocked. It's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And I don't know, I just remember thinking, like, this is the worst eight hours of my life, and I just want to go home. And my brother pretended like it wasn't happening, and my dad was really awkward about it. He didn't know what to do, really. I mean, he tried his best. They were both probably so uncomfortable. (laughs) They were like, where's mom when we need her? I know. It was the one (laughs) trip she didn't go on with us. That was really hard, and then, you know, my friend got it in science class when we were presenting our project, and it just, like, she had to go to the bathroom, and some kids aren't getting it, and they feel bad that they're not getting it. And what about the, I remember the anxiety around it, right? Mm. I remember walking down the halls with my friends and saying, check my butt, right? Like, every time (laughs) you stood up wondering if you had been sitting in a puddle. And, you know, you would know, right, if you had been. But at that age, it's like you just didn't have enough experience to know, mm-hmm. like, if maybe there was a leak, right? Like, maybe something snuck out when you least expected my... it, and now you were showing everybody. One of my closest friends got it, and she got really freaked out because it was brown, which it normally is in the beginning, spotting, and because that's, like, totally normal, and she thought something was, like, wrong with her, she thought she had an infection, she thought something was going wrong, and she was freaked out, and she didn't talk to us, she just kept to herself, and then the next day, she was like, yeah, I got my period, and we were like, why didn't you tell us, like, we had stuff, but it's just that, like, you don't know, and you've never experienced it before, and it was hard for her, and... All these firsts, right? So many firsts at this age in life, right? I mean... 
Yeah, and I remember we were in art class, and our art teacher, I don't know, she's not our favorite, she wasn't really letting kids go to the bathroom, and we both had it at the same time, and we were like, we have to go, and the art <laughs> teacher... A situation here. Yeah, the art teacher was like, not being helpful, and it's just that thing where maybe teachers don't get it, or adults don't get it, and you just kind of feel like you're you're nobody gets you when it's like everyone's going through it but nobody talks about it that's a good point that nobody talks about it because we've been sort of desensitized to it as adults Mm -hmm. right I mean how many years have I been getting my period right decades at this point and so you know it's no big deal now but those first few times right that first year you know it's a whole new experience every time probably and even in August when I'd had it since November I still couldn't predict the cycle so I'd be in ballet class and then I'd be like blood and I'm like this is the wrong time of month but it just happened and it was hard what about swimming I remember swimming class in high school and if you didn't know how to use a tampon you were sitting out on the side during that time of month like I've heard a lot of funny things about that Two people, one girl at sleepaway camp and one of my friends, said that their flow stops when they get in water, Hmm. and I've never heard that. So I have, like, a swimsuit that I wear for my period, but it's like, I feel like everyone heard different things depending on what their parents did, and it just, I don't know, it varies so much that it's really difficult to get certainty, I guess. Well, and there's all sorts of different products out now mm-hmm. that I, we didn't have when I was younger, <laughs> right? Like special underpants that you can wear, mm-hmm. period underpants or something. Yeah, that I'm wearing right now, these. actually. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm wearing currently at the moment. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, the, I guess, is there period swimsuits, maybe? Yeah. Okay, then. Well, look at that. Technology. Yes. Coming through for you girls. What about other firsts? Um, do you know anybody that's had their first kiss yet? Well, <laughs> this is a big topic of conversation. I mean, yeah. nobody has their first kiss, I don't think. But one of the big things is people who will go unnamed, who are 12, keep having all these different boyfriends. And I'm oh. like, why do you have a boyfriend? You're 12. There's no need. And then it's like, she's cheating on her boyfriend. I'm like, how do you cheat on someone when you're 12? Like, you're not kissing anyone, you're not doing anything. You're holding hands with someone yeah, else? Yeah, like wearing, what do his, you do? <laughs> wearing his sweatshirt. Ooh. And it, it just seems so ridiculous to me because it's like everyone either seems in such a rush to grow up mm. or such a, like they're fall, like, like they're far behind and they haven't caught up, which I don't think I'm trying to be older than I am, and I don't think I'm immature, so that kind of leaves me floating, like, I don't really have a reference to go off of, because nobody's acting 12, because I don't think people know how it is to be 12 anymore. Mm, Interesting. So it's, yeah. Again, it's feeling a little stuck in between, Mm -hmm. right? You're not quite ready to be a grown-up and do all the grown-up things, right? But... You're also not really in a hurry to let go of your childhood either. It was nice back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> childhood I land. Just, I think it feels like if I'm not going to be a kid, if that is like over, I'd rather be 15. Right. So I could just skip all the in-between stages because those are hard. Those are hard. Yeah. Some hard, hard times. Hard times for sure. 
what about like the even other big heavy stuff? Like, do you have any friends that, you know, ever face depression or, you know, suicidal thoughts or, you know, stuff like that? Like at your age, are you ever coming across that? My friend at sleepaway camp, I wasn't there for that session, I guess, but she was saying like, girls were cutting themselves in the bathroom and they had to be sent home. And it's like really scary what people can get influenced by like on developing minds and so for any listeners that may not know um what cutting is would you mind telling us uh what that is and what and why people do it well I kind of only know vaguely because obviously I don't cut myself and I don't know anyone well it's not obvious but that's yeah we're glad to hear that personally who does cut themselves but it's when you get razor blades and I think you cut your wrists and I think it's to like make yourself bleed because you think you like deserve to be in pain I think is the gist of it and it's like really really a scary thing and it gets addicted you get like addicted to making yourself bleed that's kind of scary yeah it is and dangerous Mm -hmm. you could infect yourself or lose too much blood and it's not good yeah plus I I would imagine depending on where you're cutting it might be hard to hide yeah I mean, people could just have, like, band-aids on their wrists all the time, and it's... I think the main issue is that suicidal thoughts and thing like things like that have kind of been accepted in mainstream, like, TikTok definitely. I don't have TikTok, but I know of things that kind of promote suicidal thoughts, and I'm a Billie Eilish fan, I guess. Um, if you know that she was suicidal, and a lot of people think... I don't know, maybe she promotes it a little bit. I don't think so, but it's just kind of everywhere now because of the climate crisis and there are a lot of things to be depressed about. And my friend from dance, her best friend actually committed suicide. And it was... How old was she? She's 15. Wow. Yeah, and it's really hard for her and her, like, her dad got cancer and it's, like, bad. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, when you hear about stuff like that, how does that make you feel? I think it's just scary to me because I don't ever want anyone I love to do that to themselves because, like, I love them and that would be so, so awful. And I don't know, I think it's hard because I think the numbers might have gone up because of all the bad things that are happening in the world and I don't want myself to ever fall into, like, depression And I always want to have outlets, but then it's also like, what if I don't have people that I can talk to? And it just, when you hear stories about this, it's like, that friend, whoever they were, could have been a totally normal person and just were going through a thing and couldn't talk about it. Yeah, I think that's really important, having people to talk to, Mm -hmm. right? Never feeling like you're so alone, that there isn't someone out there who cares. I mean, I got really lucky. I have an amazing friend group, and I love them all so much, but it's not everyone has that, and my family is super supportive, and it just is really scary to me that someone might feel like they're so unhappy that they have to kill themselves. Yeah, that is really scary. And, you know, I think one of the things, um, you know, and I'm not a mental health professional and certainly advise anyone struggling with this within their family to talk to a mental health professional. But one of the things that I've heard is that with younger people, you know, your, your brain isn't fully developed yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So what feels like 
it's the end of the world and things will never get better to you at that age is, is, you know, part of the immaturity too, right? You don't have enough perspective yet to know that like it actually will get better and Mm -hmm. things will get easier. Right. And when you've gone through years and years of living where you've gotten through hard things and you've come out on the other side and you've survived and you're better for it in the long run, right? You've, you do that enough and you become a stronger person. But at that age, when you haven't been through it enough yet, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And it's all just so scary and hard all the time. Right. Well, okay. Something that people like specifically in seventh grade right now can relate to is COVID, which obviously affected everyone. But for me, so school got shut down when I was in fifth grade. So elementary school, and we went on Zoom and remote, so I never really got to, I never got closure. Like, I never got to do the talent show, which we do, or like a culmination or anything like that. It just kind of felt like a continuation, but now I'm at a different school and I'm online for the entire year. And then suddenly, I'm back in person and I'm in seventh grade. So, a, tra- a transition from elementary school to middle school would be hard enough a transition from 5th grade to 7th grade would be hard enough, but it feels like my last memory of in-person school was elementary school when it's super like, take it easy, it doesn't matter, and then I had to switch from both virtual learning to in-person learning, and like... And straight into middle school. Straight into middle school, so it was kind of like, wow, like this is different, this is hard, I have so many classes, I have homework, and it was like a struggle, and I'm still struggling with it, like... I've probably never hated school more than I do now just because it's so different and scary because I don't know anything about middle school and there was no, like, merging period, I guess, where, like, they ease you into it because that would have been in the beginning of sixth grade, but now it's like, no, you're here, you're halfway through, we need to, like, get going, we need to make up for the learning loss, and it's hard because I feel like we had five days in the beginning of the school year to like get to know you and now it's down to business and it's really difficult yeah yeah that's a lot of transitions yeah and school's hard there's a lot of pressure on with school and homework and activities after school yeah how many activities are you in what what else do you do nothing besides dance dance, actually but it's a lot of dance a lot of dance yeah it's three days a week (laughs) oh my and a lot of classes, like, I go late, I start early, and it's, it's like, I don't find myself with a lot of time, so what happens is I have Wednesdays off, which, no, I have Tuesdays off, which I like to take to chill out and do homework, and then Friday, I'm so exhausted by the week, I don't really hang out with people, so something I've realized is that I don't have play dates, I guess you'd call them, during the week anymore, like I used to invite friends over after school, but now it's like, I'm so tired because everyone is starting to specialize in their own things, which become more intense as you get older, and it's not like you do a little bit of soccer and a little bit of piano anymore, it's like, it's starting to where it's expected of you to hone in on one skill, and Mm. I don't know if I was quite ready for that, because... COVID kind of shut down all my other activities, but dance kept going, so now that's my thing, I guess. Whether you like it or not. Whether I like it, I mean, I do (laughs) love it a lot, but it just feels like pressure to 
be one thing when you're 12 years old. Right. And you're not one thing. Yeah, I feel like I should still be trying new hobbies and doing new stuff, but it's like, I want to maybe pick up soccer again, but I have to be on a club at my age. I have to go to soccer practice three times a week, and I just can't do that if I want to do anything else. So, it's strange. Yeah, it is strange. Huh. Well, thank you so much, Sadie, for sharing with us a little bit about your life and your struggles. Really appreciate the time uh, speaking with you. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think there are a lot of young women and young boys out there who have similar struggles and uh, that's what we hope to address in this podcast is talking about all the hard stuff that kids your age are struggling with and you know maybe bring some levity to it bring some perspective to it bring some just real voices to it and so thank you for sharing yours thank you um you are wise beyond your years (laughs) i really enjoyed learning uh and hearing what you had to say and i hope other people do too (laughs) thank you sadie thank you